temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. This is the show about the show, the show within the show. And there's multiple, couple of ways you can get this show. As always, just check it out on iTunes at its own feed. You could just simply search Permission Granted. You can also get it on the DA Show feed, DA CBS Sports. Find that on iTunes. Also, go to the website, daoncbs.com, because there's a big, nice graphic and link for the Permission Granted podcast there as well. So, Mraz joins me now, and it would be great if you could leave a review or share this with your friends so that other people do get to see the the PGP. First order of business last week's PGP was an extra long version of the permission granted because the tables got turned and Shep, Scotty Farrell's old producer, returned from a two-year sojourn as a member of the Teach for America group in Memphis and turned the tables and basically did an interview of me about getting into the business and success in the business and whatever. I saw two very dramatic schools of thought on this. Some people loved it. I saw some people say it was the best PGP ever. It was very enlightening, I suppose, for some. Others I saw said it was the worst PGP ever because Shep's stories about all of this stuff that has gone on in his life have been told so many times before that it was old news, old hat. Where'd you fall on it? Uh, I was. Did I you mean, ever get through all one yes, hour? Yes, I did. Finally, it took me like, and I think maybe this would be my downside. It took me about three days to get through the PGP. Where usually I can get through it in one sitting. Shep was just so overwhelming to me, and and almost too much with his ass kissing bravado, if you will, back and forth. You. Well, those are two and, different things: ass kissing and being bravado. Huh. Well, that I mean, he was a bravado p- would be like an arrogance or a show off. Okay, but I think his ass kissing came off as arrogant. Oh, uh, I really do feel that way. I know Shep, and I know he's a good guy, but I mean, every time it was like two steps forward with talking about you know his experiences in Memphis, and then three steps back with well, man, and you and your career, and uh, we got a lot of that with Shep, where it was like, was he ducking some answers? I don't know if he was ducking answers, but. Or he just didn't have as much substance as the length of time oh. allotted, if you will. A lot of a lot of stuff he talked about seemed like deep, but then in the reality, after I you know like listening back, you're like, okay, where do we go with this, Shep? And it was I could only take ten minutes of Shep at a time, so it took me multiple days to get through the podcast. So I might lean a little too much with the Shep for me. What do you think about his declaration? that he is going to speak into reality becoming a national NBA insider. Okay. Well, my first reaction was I rolled my eyes at you. But that being said, 
I appreciate somebody with dreams that wants to go chase him. I just wonder if it's, you know, a little too late. Like, where was this his dream before he left to go teach? He was working in the business. He had a full-time job in the business. And he left because he no longer what, wanted to be in the business or wanted to help others to go teach in Memphis. And now he comes back and kind of gets back in the business part-time or slash an advisory role. And by the way, I'm looking at your bare feet right now. If I did this, you're, you're, this if I did what you're doing right now, you would throw me out of the studio. Sorry. Okay, so I as just I'm giving want, this answer, I just wanted the puppies to breathe just a, just a hair. I have on like boat shoes today without socks, and so I just drop. I'm my feet don't touch the ground in this chair. It's a high chair, so I just drop my feet. I just dropped my shoes on the ground and had my puppies just aired for a moment, and now they're back in the shoes. Okay. Sorry, no, sorry. No. And just to give you my vantage point here, because you're not realizing, I ha- you have like a half desk. Yeah. And all I saw was the 10 little piggies just <laughs> sitting here, and it was very distracting. And let's be honest, if I just did that and you looked over and saw my 10 toes sitting there, you would stop it and go, you're suspended. This is disgusting. We can't have bare feet while I, recording. This I, is a place of work. I wouldn't suspend you because it doesn't affect the listener. Okay. Okay. Now it does, clearly, because we now mentioned it, it. Now it did. But now the shoes are back on. Fine. Okay. I, I respect your need for shoes <laughs> and not seeing the piggies. <laughs> So anyway, back to Shep. I just think if this was your, I don't buy that this is your dream because how do you discover this dream after leaving the business and going to teach for two years? Like if this school didn't close down, would this have been his dream? It seemed like a fakakta plan he came up with when the school ran out of money. So this is a very savvy point that I had not connected the dots to immediately when he said it, but you're absolutely right. Shep seems completely hell-bent right now on speaking into existence, becoming a national NBA insider. Right. Which, as you and I can both respect, if you've got a dream of this business or any business, go after it as hard as you can. But he left the business to become a teacher. So whatever that dream was of being an NBA insider, clearly it wasn't strong enough to stop him from becoming a teacher. Then he didn't stop being a teacher because he wanted to follow this dream. He stopped because the school closed down, and he admitted as much he would still be doing this teaching if the school stayed in business. Right. And now he's come back and has said he will work part-time here, but part-time teaching. So it's hard. Ironically, a lot of toes in different pools here. So it's hard to really take that too seriously. He's got toes in different area codes. It's a great point. It feels like he's got a passion or a desire, but he doesn't necessarily want to commit to that being the only thing that he could accomplish. Yeah, and I just think if you really want something, you go get it full full speed, 110%. Because he's not married, no kids, no family. Exactly. And I would just say this. I want Shep. I love Shep as a person, and I want him to succeed and do all good things. And I rooted for him to stay alive. We thought he'd be shanked in Memphis, and he clearly stayed alive, <laughs> so we, we won that battle. Do you think Adrian Wojnarowski was sitting there as he's going to become an NBA insider going, you know what, I'm going to work part-time at this NBA thing, but you know what, I also want to teach, and then hopefully I just find something. No, I'm sure he went, he grinded, he found resources, and he did that. fantastic point. So how can I assume that Shep is going to be our go-to guy in a decade on the DA show breaking down the NBA finals or the NBA offseason when, uh, frankly, he's half-ass in this thing? Does he need more focus? You know, it's 
I think he needs more focus and at the same time has too much focus, if that makes any sense at all. Mm. He's too... I, you know, you wonder who the real Shep is. Like, is that the real Shep, or is he putting on something because that's what he thinks everybody wants to hear with mm. his deep thoughts and his philosophy and his <laughs> caring about kids, but his his love for this and that. And I, it's just it's too much. It was just forty four minutes. It, it killed me with that. Mm. Okay, I could understand that. <sighs> the second part of this podcast has to revolve around another one of their dip characters. And I and I I mean I hate to keep banging this people over the head with this subject matter, but it, it it is worthy today. We had the, as I alluded to on the show on Tuesday, we had the wienership set up, our annual hot dog eating contest. You had gone through the organizational process. We have Badlands Booker booked on Wednesday of next week. That's the Wednesday before the 4th of July. 4th of July happens to be on the Wednesday, so it's a week before the 4th of July. Badlands Booker coming in. EMT is in, so we're all set. They're going to bring the weenies. We're going to have our hot dog eating contest. And, of course, we thought the layup of all layups is Robbie Rosenhaus against Badlands Booker. It's Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan at Shea. Who wouldn't want to watch that? Who wouldn't want to see that? It's perfect. The stage was set. We have discussed this wienership and what we wanted to do behind the scenes for a long time. And the easiest part of this whole thing was going to be you get Badlands in here, you get Nathan's in here, you get the EMT in here, whatever date works for them is going to work for Robbie. Not a problem. Let's not even, you know, talk to Robbie because Robbie loves the show. He wants to be a character. I set all of this up, send a simple text message to this guy, and he comes back at me with excuse after excuse. Number one, he doesn't eat hot dogs. I understand that. If somebody asked me to be in a tuna fish eating contest, I would probably say, guys, listen, I really don't eat tuna fish. Now, but if I'm in a position like Robbie where I'm looking to make a name for myself, I'd probably consider it and suck it up and figure out another way. What are the odds Robbie at four spins doesn't eat hot dogs? Yeah, they're one of the most unhealthy foods out there, and this is a guy that we've seen eat everything, everything. And then when I follow him up with just the buns, thinking maybe we could save this thing, he says his doctor tells him he can't eat in bulk. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to play the bleep game. But what kind of bull? You know what is this? You he's jerking us around. You were very aggravated middle of the show, and you got this text message because again, we thought it was the total layup of all layups. It's just, it's like I run into a brick freaking wall with this guy all the time. And when it comes to organizing this event, I it could be semi stressful. Like we remember the Joey Chestnut day when he was in here, and the hot dogs came. And the reason they brought hot dogs because him and Matt Stoney were going to make their own hot dog. Remember we did that a couple of years ago. Of course, how could I forget one of the darker moments in DA show history? And watching that collapse in real time on the air, and knowing it came back to me, the producer, because I'm the one who had to set the whole thing yeah, up. But that one wasn't on you. That no, was on no, them. no. But I'm going to take that personal because I set it up, and then all of a sudden the thing falls through. And last year, we had to have a casual wingership because we couldn't come through with an EMT. That, again, <laughs> fell on me. So a casual wingership. <laughs> which was hysterical. That was the last time Badlands Booker was in. So the point I'm making here is these eating contests were something that really I kind of started with me being the fat F on this show. And now it's become something that the listeners live and die for. And it's my job to put... The, you know, the booking into it and make sure I handle it. And here we are, and I think we finally have a David versus Goliath, actually a, maybe a Goliath versus Goliath showdown, you know, a real amateur to give Badlands Booker a run, and I get not one but two asinine answers. A, you eat, don't eat hot dogs. B, suddenly now you're caring about your, your doctor and, and not eating in bulk, 
And I can understand that this guy's eating field greens and asparagus all day, and he's really trying to get his weight down. He's on my 600-pound life. I know that that fat ass today is having at least a hamburger for lunch and probably two slices of pizza for dinner, but he can't come in here and wolf down 10 hot dog buns? I mean, get him out. Well, you That make, felt good. You make a lot of good points there. I mean, he came in for the for the death by salsa challenge, and he ate an entire quart of ice cream. I mean, just demolished it. Then also had a sandwich next to him, I think. He was eating... Oh, bread. He was ripping bagels or something. Oh, yeah. Bagel, eating bagels, a quart of ice cream, and then pizza at City Field later that night. And now... That's not eating in bulk. Now suddenly he's not eating in bulk. So be okay to eat the 10 hot dog buns through the course of a day. Just don't do it in 10 minutes. That's what he's saying his doctor said. I mean, what kind of ridiculous answer is that? I've been to doctors. I know what they tell you. They tell you to lose weight. They don't say, hey, keep stuff in your face with every fried meal. Just make sure you don't eat three of them in one hour. <laughs> Bull. And that's another amazing quote. Don't eat in bulk. Have you ever heard eat in bulk? Oh, I've heard shopping in bulk. You go to a Costco, a BJ's, a Sam's Club, something like that. What is qualifying for eating in bulk for him? I don't. I, I don't buy rules it. I don't buy this. All over the place. I don't buy it. I just don't buy you it. You know what I think happened? I think he really doesn't like hot dogs. I think you already pitched a potential segment to him that could come up that we won't mention here because I'm not sure it's going to happen now. And I think he thought about facing the traffic, driving in his car after a car accident that he had recently from Long Island City, and he said, eh, I'm going to pass this one. I'll wait for the next one to come on. And I'm tired of that. I'm, ti- I'm tired of him being on his clock. You either want to put in the work and effort to be a, a show character or you don't. Get him out. Uh, this is, a, like you brought up on the air, a marriage that was probably destined to fail, and we're watching it crumble. Thankfully, we don't have a house, a kid's mortgage, or anything that's going to get in the way, and it's going to be a clean separation. It's disappointing for me because, look, I, I don't, if if he's really, like, gastric bypass or he's really trying to be super yeah. healthy, yeah. if he's trying to lose a lot of weight and eating healthy, I'm, I don't want to put him in a bad health spot health risk. That's certainly, I don't want that to be part of the wienership. But, you know, he sent me demo reels. I listened to demo reels. I sent him feedback. I thought that, you know, one favor would the other. Okay, this sounds good. This is what I would work exactly. on. Exactly. Forgot about the demos that we're listening to. Yep. And you did the same thing. You've listened to demos. You've given him advice. You've encouraged him to follow the dream. I have campaigned for him to get the Amy Lawrence overnight producing job, which he did. But we've been in his corner and supporters... And what has happened? We've been used and stepped on. For Death by Salsa, he almost bailed. Yep. He was going to bail. Yep. Except we had to convince him into it. And was late. Then was extraordinarily late. And number two, now we have a wienership moment for him to really be part of the icons and the lore of the DA show. When you think back to wienership, this would definitely go down in history. Your banner gets hung to the rafters forever on the show. And he's given us basically two Fugazi reasons, excuses why. By the way, both actually could be reasonable excuses. The problem is now we have two answers. And, and there's no consistency. Well, can they be reasonable if he's eating a quart of ice cream in front Not of us? liking hot dogs actually is reasonable. And pound, okay, all right, he doesn't like hot that would seem like the biggest stretch ever that Robbie Rosenhouse doesn't eat hot dogs. But again, I there are certain things that would shock you that I don't like, so I get it. My point is... You're lying, you're lying about the doctor and the health. And if the doctor did tell you that, you're not being consistent, period, because you're not dieting today. Exactly. He even said, you want to resume eating three, four times a day. Remember that whole That's thing during right. the hot salsa? 
Yeah, but we're not watching you eat broccoli three, four times a day. He was beating his chest. Hey, watch me eat four meals he a day. Almost assuredly had either a donut, a bagel, or a bacon, egg, and cheese this morning. But he can't eat in bulk. Eat freaking ten, ten Kings Hawaiian buns. I mean, it's just enough with the excuses. Robbie, you want my advice? Get out. Go do something else. Go drive Uber permanently. I'm tired of helping. I think we had a good friendship. We could have had something. It's not you. No, it is you. It's not me. <laughs> the dream's dead. There will be no shows being done together. I've heard excuse after excuse. I got to worry about my career now. I'm not worried about him dragging me down with him. This was his last straw. I'm tired of the games. And this is, I think, a common refrain for the people around Robbie. It has to be on his time, under his rules, etc., and that just tired of it. That gets old because then you don't have the support of people anymore that are going to go to bat for you. How many excuses can we make for all these situations? This is like the tenth time with Robbie, or it feels like it. Traffic, Uber driving. It's always something, and now it's affecting what could have been doctors. The, this would have been bigger than the baseball All Star game this summer. Robbie versus Badlands Booker on the DA show. It would have broke streaming rights numbers to the point <laughs> Facebook would have had to advertise. Amazon Prime gets in on the bidding. And it's been taken from us. And now we're in scramble mode with a week to go. And we're going to figure that out. Don't you listeners work? We're going to figure it out. But I, I'd be lying to the listener if I told you it would be as epic as what we could have had. Because Robbie versus Badlands is just instantaneously going to be amazing. This feels like like Aaron Rodgers pulling out of the Pro Bowl, and then there's you know ABC running the promos. Like, yeah, okay, great. Can't wait to watch Tyrod Taylor run around in Orlando. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. I feel like we're doing that to the listener. But I don't want to lie to them. That's an exhibition. It would be like... Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah, pulling out of a Sunday night game that was hyped up against the Cowboys. I mean, everybody's fired up. This is Kyrie Irving can't even be on the bench for Game Seven. You know, you won't even be in the building. You know, at least if yeah. he was in the building, don't you feel like we could have put a hot dog under his nose and like let him into the door and and co-op? Offer to be the master of ceremonies. Offer to be the announcer. Offer to be anything. And he's, he's lazy. Just... He's lazy. He wants to sit his fat ass on the couch and watch Maury. That, that's what he <laughs> wants to do next Wednesday. On that note, I got to wrap up here. So uh, the the wienership comes your way next week. We will give you the details as we gather them. But right now, Robbie Rosenhaus is a will-not-play player's decision. Not a coach's decision. Will-not-play player's decision. That's side A. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, host of Side B. You just heard me very frustrated on Side A. And my frustration continues into Side B where I, there's an old saying, and Kenny Brock used to say this, that I get very lucky when I quote-unquote step in you-know-what, bleep. Uh, it happens a lot. Today on Side B, originally I thought, okay, maybe we'll tape a little with Andrew Bogus on the thoughts and musings throughout the show this week. But Andrew Bogus has been filling in for Taz and the Moose, so Andrew Bogus has not been able to pre-tape with me before the show on the podcast. Then I thought, well, Pete the Body Bilotti wasn't on last week. We'll talk to him. I don't know what Pete's got going on. He wasn't on last week. Then he just hits me two minutes ago with, oh, I'm not going to be able to tape for like 45 minutes. I can't do that after a show. I can't wait because I'm the busiest man in the building having to produce two radio programs. But I say to myself, DA wants this podcast out. We're going to get this podcast out. And if I have to tape by myself, I'll do it. But what happens the moment the DA show ends on Wednesday? I walk out of the news, out of the studio and into the newsroom, and what do my eyes see? 
Jay Berman sitting out there like like a mirage. Like I was in the desert looking for water, and there was a hologram of Jay Berman, only it's really him. Jay, hello. Hello. I can't believe you're here. This is so exciting. It's great to see you, big guy. It is great to see you. So now the problem with this is I literally asked you to be on this podcast two minutes ago. Correct. So you have not been prepped on what we will talk about, so I'm going to set no, you up No, but take here. longer to set, set it up. I'm, I'm going to set this up here for you real quickly. You're going to... Before you grunt and roll your eyes, because I know when the first two words that come out of my mouth, you're going to be like, here we go. I totally know what this is. What is it? No, I want to hear you say it. It involves Robbie Rosenhaus. (laughs) All right. So, Jay, you're well aware of the yearly bit, the wienership on the show every year where we eat hot dogs. I am aware. Okay. So we have ours coming up next week. I have booked... Badlands Booker, the competitive eater, to come back in studio. Is he the one that vomed all over the keyboard that you didn't clean up? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I have booked uh, an EMT, and Nathan's themselves are bringing hot dogs in. Everything is done, except for what? We need a competitor for Badlands Booker. All along, DA and myself have said, Robbie Rosenhaus, this is the year. We've we've talked enough about him. He will eat, and it'll be like Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan at Chase Stadium. (laughs) This will be something everybody pays to see. I set everything up going, Robbie will be the easiest one to get in here. We'll get the date for everybody else. I text Robbie Rosenhaus. And I know for some of you guys who just listened to Side A, this is going to be like, we just talked about this, but I got to get Jay's thoughts. I text Robbie Rosenhaus. He comes at me with, A, this text. Love to do it, bud, but I don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> First, before I get to the second part of that, I want your initial, let that sink in, your reaction to that. I find it difficult to believe. You find it difficult to believe? Why do you find it difficult to believe? I mean, the guy's a house. <laughs> he is a house. Yeah. Okay, so, DA, I tell him this. So quickly we scramble. Okay, what if we had somebody eat the dogs because he doesn't like hot dogs and we have him stuff the f- freaking uh, buns down his mouth? Yeah. Bun after bun after bun, right? Carb load. Carb load. I text him, hey, what about just the buns? Robbie comes back at me, and I'm not going to read word for word because that's probably unfair for a personal text, but tells me, quote, the doctor told me I need to stop eating in bulk. So for health reasons, I cannot compete. That may that's that's fine, but I don't ever want to see that guy order Chinese or Mexican or Italian ever again. I'm so happy you went down. I'm so happy you, you because said that it. happens frequently. He's well within his right to do so, but if he's not going to eat hot dogs and uh, be part of the pony trot, if you will, <laughs> the pony trot, the Pony Express, <laughs> right? Then you can't order Chinese. Okay. And I've seen him order Chinese before. All right, so I'm just going to flat out air it out there, and I kind of got into this on Saturday. I'm ticked off. I'm annoyed because I found myself kind of in this Robbie trap where I I bought in a little bit and started becoming supportive because I see the entertainment value there. DA wanted to do a bit this summer involving me and Robbie, and I'm not going to disclose details because we still haven't settled on the punishment. But it seems like Robbie, from what I'm gathering in newsroom conversations, is still excited to do the bit after following through that he's not going to do this hot dog eating. And I'm not saying you have to eat something that you don't like because I know I've been trotted out there for the show in these eating contests, and maybe there were times I didn't want to do it, but I did it for the benefit of the show to help yeah. me get along. You get along to get along, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the showmanship behind it. But then to follow up with the health thing, and believe me, I have felt very salty and very puffy and very flat-out fat after some of these contests. We have the pictures to prove it. Right. I, I've eaten a Crave case from White Castle. I've stuffed 50 nuggets down my face. I've done uh, hot dogs next to Badlands Book. I've done it all. I've yeah. done it all, and I felt like garbage after. <laughs> and I'm sure my doctor would tell me not to do that. 
But didn't you say that your doctor told you that you're healthy? He said, I'm the healthiest big guy he's ever seen. Yes, that's a direct quote. All right. I am not denying that Robbie probably saw a doctor and a doctor told him, hey, you got to watch your weight. I would I would watch. I, I'm that. not trying to be a jerk here. We know that he knows that he does not need a doctor to tell him that. Well, this is where I'm getting at. How could a doctor look Robbie up in the eye and go, hey, I I, I guess the better way to no phrase competitive this. competitive eating. Right, like, <laughs> like whatever you're doing is fine. Just stop the stop the eating in bulk. And eating in bulk isn't even a term, but that's what he said. No competitive eating. As if it's okay to have seven McGriddles for breakfast, a pint of ice cream, two slices of pizza for dinner. Uh, you know, I just, as you alluded to, and this is really annoying me now, there's no way Robbie today has woken up and had an egg white and avocado had a field green salad for lunch, and then for dinner is maybe going to have just some roasted turkey. Like, that. there's no way. There's no way. I don't know. What is it? You don't like hot dogs or you don't eat in bulk anymore? Well, it was, and that's the problem. Just get to the, sh- get get out of the shoot. You're di- you don't want to eat because you don't want to get fat, but why use the hot dog thing as an excuse? And of all the ch- things to cherry pick and not like hot dogs, I mean, he would eat a fried dog turd if we put it in front of him but he doesn't eat hot dogs <laughs> come on let me ask you a question do you think that maybe robbie is and i can't believe we're talking about him again on another edition of the uh, side b he injects himself like it's, no other it's amazing maybe the fact that he knew that this would be the response is why he did it maybe he loves hot dogs so maybe you... he's pulling a da here stirring the pot i like that theory but the problem with this this pot stir is he's about to have the sauce poured all over him. Yeah. Because I, this was a chance for him to jump back, and he saved himself when he ate the hot sauce and did a pint of ice cream. Saved himself on the show. Made us all buy in that. That he has was a just to here. eat ice cream. I'm convinced. Yeah, and now it's you look at him and you go, we we just enough enough with the rope a dope with him. I'm done, man. I. I, I support him. I hope he goes on to have a great career. That's fine, buddy. But I can't hitch my wagon to him anymore. That's fine. But I don't want to... Then once you're out, you're out. Exactly. But also... Well, that's on you then. He better commit to this diet. If if he can't eat buns because he's got to look out for health, like you said, you're going to see him at nights. No more on the Chinese and everything. You can't cherry pick when it's okay to be fat. You want to be fat? Then be fat all the way. If not, go get all out. I agree. He's screwing us over now. And and I think what bothers me more than anything, and it's been well, well t- talked about and executed, anything that creates more work for me or makes my job more difficult pisses me off more than anything. And I went through hoops and hula hoops and bounds and all of that to put together this wienership and make sure that Nathan's was on board, to make sure that Badlands was on board, to make sure we had an EMT, thinking the easiest dot to connect here would be the big dipping dot that is Robbie Rosenhaus. <laughs> and for him to have this thing fall apart, and now I'm in scramble mode with a week to go to see who can eat versus Badlands Booker, and it's not going to be, I mean, it's still going to be fun, but it's not going to be the event, the mystery. It just, it's it's brutal. Maybe he's holding out. What's maybe he holding he, out for? Maybe he's really going to do it. I don't know. No, uh, he's not going to really do it because now the offer is off the table. Well, it better be off then, completely off. It is I don't want to hear you, uh, you know, I don't want him crawling listen- back to no, him. No, because here's the thing. I don't want a pity effort by him. I don't want him listening to the PGP going, oh, I really messed up. Let me get in there. Hey, Sean, I just want to let you know maybe I will come in. And then he comes and he half-asses and eats five hot dogs while Badlands has 64 down his face and is gurgling all over the keyboard. I don't want that. I don't want the pity effort. So... I'm glad you're with me on that, and I want now this newsroom to do its due diligence. Uh, We need to watch Robbie eat healthier. Can we talk big picture here? Why 
does he continue to be a topic of conversation? And I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. There's nothing not to do with guy. it. No, he's not a bad guy. Why does he continue to be a topic of conversation? What is the infatuation with Robbie Rosenhaus? I don't get it. Why, every time I do this, am I discussing Robbie Rosenhaus? I think it's a lot like, and this can be very New York-centric, the Mets with Matt Harvey. He flashed. He showed brilliance at times. When did he flash? Where, where I mean, was the starter for an All Star game? I'm talking about Robbie. Robbie flashed with some one liners on a podcast with me a long time ago, and then he flashed again when he came in to do the hot sauce with the. And you saw the flashes of brilliance, and you realize what could be the potentially could be. And at some point, you just got to ship the guy to the Cincinnati Reds because the trouble ain't worth it. And Robbie, I think, has reached the point where we turn around and we ship him to the Reds. Fair enough. I, I just I think that's it, and uh, I have now more work on my plate that I didn't need. Well, who are some other possibilities? For, we don't know. We, for we a competitive. Maybe, we found out last week that Katie Lindendahl was the runner-up for Man versus Food. Looks like she's probably not going to be in town, so that's a rough one. I don't know. We're, we're what about Moralia? I mean, how many times are you going to go down the Moralia surprise route? You keep going down the Robbie Rosenhaus surprise route. Not anymore. Not. I don't know. Maybe if you guys what have about suggestions, Brock? would Brock do it? Brock ain't going to do it. No, he ain't going to do it. If you guys have suggestions, you can tweet at me at. What Marais, about you, yes. big guy? I, I'm much like Tony Romo. I'm in the booth now. It's it's got to happen. I'm looking out for my own health. I've actually made conscious efforts to lose weight, and if he Robbie wants to do that, I support him. But he better be doing that now. That's the only way Robbie saves there, face. There's a there's a thirty eight dollar Chinese order coming That's down the pike. That's my point. That's the only way this a tub of goo saves face is if all of a sudden he's lost thirty pounds in the next month because he's really stuck to his diet. And I hope you know what. I hope he does that. I hope he gets healthier. The point is, I just think this is a house of cards, and he's picking and choosing when to be healthy. When is this contest? Next week? A week from today is we're taping this on Wednesday. I was going to say, if Robbie drops 30 pounds, I'll do it, but he's not going to drop 30 pounds in, in a week? week. I mean, then again, who knows? <laughs> who knows? No, I doubt that. All right, well, I, I, that, I'm going to leave you with that, Jay. You can, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Can we, the next time I'm on, which will probably be three months from now, because be. I'm apparently a bench guy. Uh-huh. No Robbie Rosenhaus talk. All right. You have my promise. Right. And again, it's not a personal attack on Robbie Rosenhaus. It's just old. I don't understand DA's infatuation with Robbie Rosenhaus and yours for that matter. I think that's all fair, Jay. All right. It's all fair. Uh, you can follow Jay on Twitter. That's right. You can. I'm on Twitter. At, at Jay Berman. J A Y B E R M A N. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mraz Thanks, everyone. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.